Extra Points is presented for the people by Caesars Sportsbook. You bet, you get with Caesars Rewards. You must be 21 or older. Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. All right, welcome to the Extra Points Podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network, part of Omaha, Omaha Audio. Cousin Sal coming to you on a Tuesday morning. Spaghetti and meatballs fiddling with the knobs. Baby face Joel Solomon is producing this disaster of a show. And joining me as always, my dear, dear pals, Dave Damashek. Martin Weiss coming off a Monday night thriller, I guess. Oh, man. You want to talk about a disaster? That's oh, a man. disaster. Well, here it is. Here's the first part of disaster is I send an outline out every night before our show. And I led with Saints beat the Bucks as the uh, a number one topic that we were going to get to. And then, oops, uh, I, I don't know. Your team, Martin, you you, you got the floor up six to three, a little over three minutes left. And they blew it. It's you two, first of all, because Dave. I mean, really, just think about what's happened in the last two times that you all mushed my NFC South future bets, which are just the least fun I've ever made, <laughs> ever type of bet. Dave tweets me, hey, what'd you get that bet at? All of a sudden, oh. PJ Walker throws a ball like a like a Gatorade commercial out the back of the end zone to DJ. And then so that, and then that was Panthers to win the division. Yeah. So no Falcons have, to win the division, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, PJ yeah, Walker. Falcons. I'm sorry. All right. I, I'm sorry. I'm trying to just stay Falcons. on top of. Uh, I think you have seven and uh, <laughs> NFC. I have this. I have the Saints the division, and I have the Falcons. Four. I have okay. the Saints and the Falcons both to win it, and somehow the I Panthers are three and one in this thing. So we're off to a great middle of this is just uh, going amazingly. But when I, Mark, I, me and Mark yeah. Ingram have had the most. Because you know what it is? They could have drafted Cam Hayward. And if they had Cam Hayward and Cam Jordan on that Uh defensive line for the last 10 years, the same way that Mark Ingram has been coming up short for exactly one yard for the last 10 years of his career, sub the three or four years in which he was a Baltimore Raven, then he is – all right. First Martin's, round a little, Martin's a little look, crazed right now. We got to explain what you're talking round. about. You, you have to at some point explain what the hell you're talking about. Mark Eagle went out of three, went out of bounds, yes. a yard short of the first down. Uh, was on clearly second and eight. On, on second and eight. Right. He was clearly hurt. But the yes. thing is, all right, if you're hurt, then how about you have the better pass catching back in the first place, Kamara in the game. Secondly, just go down inbounds. Because I don't know if anybody saw the end, but they only needed one second to score the last touchdown at any moment in time. I don't know. Maybe you have Andy Dalton dropping back on the slant on third and one. Yeah, there was a lot. There's so much. I mean, first of all, there were 25 to one check on the live line. 25 to one Tom Brady was down 16-3 with the ball with about four or five minutes left. And then they won it. And this division is a joke. But I know they didn't clinch it technically, but the Bucs are going to win this division now. It's six and six, and they're terrible. Yes, that is highly likely. I will point out, though, give a look at the Bucks' schedule. I know the other teams stink. And so, I w- you know what? I, you're right. Yes, let's cut. just cut to the end of the book. Obviously, Tom Brady, they're going to win the division. It's a garbage division, and that's that. Let's talk about what's important. Jimmy G is out, and is there a, 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 a – how about this? What what should have been a really interesting melodramatic? Uh, Wait a I'm not done. I'm not done. I know, I, I, I I'm not. I'm not, yeah, I'm not yes. ready, ready I just want to point out this: the second Brady, time this season in which the defense just completely laid down on a last yeah. second drive for Tom Brady. Like, where is the pressure? Can somebody please step up and press coverage? I don't know if anybody's noticed it, but they can't throw the ball down the field. The only receiver he's got any rapport with is Rashad White, who's a check down running back. I'm to, like my well, Godwin's had Godwin's had good games. If you look at his last four or five games, um, yesterday wasn't one of the better ones. Listen, I I would like to. I wish you could celebrate as much as I am. I hit eight in a row Monday night football games versus the spread. I had Saints holy hell, you three, did it again! Eight in a row. I did it. Thing, Sorry, I was on an airplane. I went two and zero on bets that I actually made in the video. I, I picked Tom right. Brady throw an interception and the Saints spend the points. Yeah. Yeah, that was it was uh, such a weird game. Just put him away. I thought there was a couple of things. I know he should have held on to the ball, Taysom Hill, although he took a a, a monster shot. A but hit, I thought they're running. Once you get sacked there and it's third and 20, whatever, you got to run, make them burn their last time out, which again, Martin, to your point, 
They only they only scored with four seconds left. The Bucks that would have been important. But again, yes, if he catches that, the game's over. If uh, if uh, uh, Ingram steps out of bounds when he could have plus one yard, the game is over. It just sucks for the Saints. Really, really bad uh, all around for uh, this team, Martin. I don't know what to say. It's, it's, I mean, you know, here's what I'll say: when you're the worst team in the NFC South, yeah. uh, I, I don't, I, I don't know where to turn. And of course, the elephant in the room remains the inexplicable lack of any snaps for Jameis Winston on this going nowhere team. It's really bizarre. Um, yep. But what I was saying about Brady is what's fascinating is that he's the GOAT. I think they, they said that uh, 973 mm-hmm. times um, in the pregame that I was watching 30,000 feet in the sky, um, despite the fact that he, I mean, he's obviously not the Tom Brady any longer. He can't complete a ball over 20 yards at this point, much like Drew Brees. But what I love is, I'm sorry to project ahead here, early bird special. So Jimmy G is out. Uh, for the rest of the year, the Niners are rolling with Brock Purdy, it would appear, unless they maybe are, um, you know, trying to dare teams to not pick up Baker Mayfield, which is not going to worry. He's going to wind up before Mm -hmm. the Niners have their bite at that apple. But Brock Purdy not only is playing Tom Brady now, he's given four to the GOAT. What the hell? Oh, it was six. It was six Sunday night. I lost my mind about that. That was insane. Yeah. What the hell? Brock Purdy is... (laughs) What else do you need to know about a game except that it's Tom Brady versus Brock Purdy? And wait a second, Brock Purdy's favorite. Well, it's Tom Brady versus the 49ers defense is what they're telling you right there. I mean, a team that just doesn't allow any points. Yeah, no, I get. Yeah, that's weird. When you go quarterback versus quarterback, that should spell most of the line right there. All right. I do want to. I think the the Buccaneers, though, if they they're don't get me wrong, they're not good, but they're they have a strategy. And if they stop, like uh, essentially just let Tom Brady call the plays, which they have done at the end of halves, their offense can move the ball down the field. And like when they're just down there and they're just staying, uh, whatever personnel they're in, their offense can move mm. the ball down the field. Like you saw like against the Rams and then against the Saints. And like, I'm not saying they're about to do it against the San Francisco 49ers, but it's just scary to see that this team that is so bad may just maybe be figuring something. Oh, out. listen, I, I hate it because look, I, I don't see any way around uh, the Bucks Cowboys first round wild card weekend. And as the Bucks continue to swim in the sea of mediocrity or, or worse, um, Cowboys spread is going up and uh, we might see the Cowboys laying seven points in Tampa and, uh, and they're going to lose that game. Of course they're going to lose that game. And then I'm, gonna have to pick I'm, I'm already so amused by it. Cause you're already so down on the dumps. Oh. We just had, uh, our mutual pal, Nick Costos on minus three with some great insights about the upcoming weekend of pro football action. And he and I agree. The one thing I will not close the book on, and this I think counts as pretty bold given the way the Eagles continue to look here. The Cowboys still have a shot at catching the Eagles, so don't close the book on that one yet, Sal. But I do yeah. love that Eagles that aren't first round matchup for this team that is... Yeah. Well, I, I hear you on that. Four, are, are you going to be bold enough to bet them 14 uh, over the 14 and a half at this point? I mean, I think, you know... Yeah, I think 15 and two is about right if you look at their schedule. I don't know. I, I and then you know spaghetti. We've talked about that last game against the Giants, meaning something. It's it's going to be tough to catch him. But go ahead. What were we going to say? I I mean yeah. I, I when I I always lament when someone catches a terrible draw in the first mm. round where what is lining up to be. I know the Eagles are ahead of them, but the Cowboys are really putting it together. This feels like a team that, especially with Jimmy G going down, has a real shot at the Super Bowl now. And they catch Tom Brady in the first round. That's that's mm-hmm. rough. I, I I'm already starting to get worried for you because I'm an yeah. empath. It's Georgia Ohio State. We'll get to that in a minute too. Hey, let's uh let's first give a uh, congratulations. Uh, good job by you, Kyle. Likes I think likes L E I X. How would you say that? Check leaks. We'll play. We'll shoot it both ways. Eleven right. Leaks. He wins the leaks. Okay, he wins the pick'em contest. Uh, Kevin Hench, our very own Kevin Hench of minus mm. three, lost the tiebreaker. Now we need to sing more, a few more songs about this Kevin Hench. He also went 11 and three in our Jeez. pool, but he is on that. E- there's an ESPN, like a, a, a worldwide thing. He's tied for fourth. How many hundreds of thousands of people have to have joined that? He's 57 games over 500 and tied for fourth in the nation. The world, I don't know how how far that goes out, right? You can get ESPN in Spain or wherever else. 
Good Lord, Jack. Don't don't remind it, him. Don't give him any airtime about this. But I know he might, he might get a big head over this, yeah, yeah. you know, and now, then who knows what would happen <laughs> if Kevin Hench started to feel good about himself. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a remarkable deep. Now he is picking against the spread. Megan mm-hmm. Gailey is just picking straight up. Though, right? <laughs> I don't know if she realizes <laughs> anything she's doing. Yeah. She was five and nine. Martin, you joined, uh, the Megan's at five and nine this week. Uh, Sheck, you were eight and six. I was nine and five. Hench has a four game lead on brother Bry and Harry is in third. So, uh, extra points.com slash arcade. We'll have that up. We have prop culture up Sheck. Uh, Prop culture. Ooh, give me one. Give me one. December. Me one. All right. I'm going to give you one. Um, Santa Claus, Indiana, over under 25 degrees, high or low temperature on Christmas Eve. Mm. Oh, on the actual date. Boy, uh, I'll put on my meteorology hat and I'm going to go <laughs> uh, festively. I'm going to go under because that's what, that's what you want. You want it right okay. around 24, 24. Get, get wake up to snowy day. Okay, Martin, I'll give you one. And Eddie Spaghetti on uh, Against the Lods kind of gave us a little hint here. Which of Staten Island's favorite sons, Pete Davidson or Eddie Spaghetti, will propose to their respective girlfriends, Emily Ratajkowski or Jada, uh, by midnight, December 31st, 2022? Pete, Eddie, both or neither? Neither. Interesting. I'm going neither. Shaq, what do you say for that one? Did I miss something that Eddie just wrote in the chat or something? I'm going neither. No, no, no. Oh, Eddie is I did forget. Us. No, what yeah. Eddie did. Eddie was the lone wolf. Eddie was the lone wolf. He had he. That was another thing in our pool. If one person out of the whole staff takes one team, uh, we have to pay them. We have to each pay them ten dollars. And Eddie took the Eagles over the Titans. Somehow, the best team in the NFC was only getting uh, <laughs> getting love from Eddie. And uh, unbelievable. Sheck, did you send them $10? No. Oh, I owe him. Oh, I forgot about the, the $10 <laughs> that, that I owe him. Yeah, no, um, I do owe him that. I'm also, uh, I and right. I'm going to put that $10 for Eddie Spaghetti on Jacob Truba, Vontez Truba, to win the Lady Bing Trophy for our most gentle, oh, okay. gentlemanly player. What a what a creep. Spaghetti's a spaghetti's a, a bag of emotions right now between the Giants know, yes. and Aaron Judge still being out there and the rags tracking to be watching from home. As and the this Islanders engagement and thing. The this whole, this whole I know. Well, that, thing. The engagement thing, he's being cagey about this because we have begged him on minus three, Kevin Hench and I, to go and kill uh, Vladimir mm. Putin. He said he was going to do it for months on end. He never did it. Then all of a sudden, no one knew where Spaghetti was. <clears throat> then you hear Putin fell down the steps and pooped himself. Where was Eddie yeah. Spaghetti? I think right. we know. So we keep hearing like, ah, I don't think the ring thing's going to happen. I'm going to say it is going to happen. Whoa, That's the just only for ring. Eddie, not for yeah. Pete. Okay, Eddie, yeah. you want to, I mean, you, you should give everybody the heads up that you did on Against the Lods. Uh, is yeah. Jada also going to be the lone wolf or, or are you going to do it? That well, well played. Um, she does not want a an engagement near Christmas or her birthday in January. So I would advise you to not take that bet. It is not. Oh. It, it'll happen soon. Things are things are, you know, working together. Um, but I, I, yeah, I would not bet on it this holiday season. Okay. All right. I think well, what's I think the Jada logic? Can't, speak, Pete, can't speak for Pete though. That's true. I, was, I That's think Jada made reference to that when I invited her to my house and she came and uh, you know, you guys came over, what, you meet what the, and her what? And everybody came and hung out. I remember that. Uh, okay. sure. that's oh, why right. that's why I went with neither. I had a feeling. I thought this was a separate thing what's you were the bringing ex- up here. Yeah. What's the explanation? Why what's wrong with a Christmas engagement? It's a lot uh, of stuff going on, man. She finds it I think tacky. It's like it. You don't want to combine. You don't want to combine events. I think is the rationale. I see. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Well, there's a free one there for you on extrapoints.com/slash/arcade. Hit our prop culture. Uh, I want to announce the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl back this year, uh, December seventeenth. That's a week from Saturday. Cougars, Washington State, and Fresno State. Cougars are a one and a half point favorite. I guess there was a Taylor Swift esque uh, Ticketmaster mix up. I mean, thousands and thousands of people tried to get in it. Now, go wherever you can to uh, buy tickets. It'd be a fun time. Uh, we went last year, right? Check. That was a good time. It was, it was Utah oh, State, great time. Oregon we, we State. Feed. Yeah. That sounds right. Yeah. I could. <laughs> had the, yeah. I don't remember the team because I was having we such all a had the old time. Group. Yeah, they were all the over. There were no points. I know TJ Hushmanzada was there. He's an Oregon State alum. Shaking right. his leg, Martin. It was nerve-wracking, right? I don't think he'll Who's be around. For this one. 
Yeah. He was furious. <laughs> he was, he was, he, if, if, the, if the suite was bigger, he would have been pacing down like he was coaching the team. Right. There you go. All right. Uh, let's hit NFL stuff. The Titans GM was fired. Is this true? They seem to be good. They seem to win their division every year. What is what is the, what is the thing? Martin, you had actually some, uh, not insight, but you had a good observation as to why this might be not an inside job. Well, I mean, generally, there haven't been too many GMs fired in the middle of the season while the team is generally pretty successful. But, you know, they did trade for Julio Jones last year. That didn't work mm-hmm. out. And then when you think about, you know, the wide receiver situation last week, A.J. Brown had the best the best week of anybody against his old oh, team. Oh, boy, did he rub his and nose then, in there. In yeah, there, so right? I, I kind of thought it had a little bit. Of, it might have been, might have been something about that of like, you know, yeah, sure, we just draft a new one, right? And Traylon Burks is just down, you know, mm-hmm. you know hitting the head, obviously. But A.J. Brown was just, you know, dunking all over people on Sunday. That's a good position to have, though, Titans GM. I think um, I think there could be a few more division titles in the future there for whoever uh, is helming the ship there, right, Shaq? Well, I mean, yeah, we'll see what happens with Jacksonville. It feels like, you know, they're um, still ripening on the vine a little bit, but I think they're getting things right. Uh, you know, I think the Jags will be better next year. You assume the Texans are going to draft one of the QBs, whether it's Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud, that's likely, and that should uh, turn things more favorable for them. But yeah, it's a weird story. It's December. They're in first place. There's something more to this story. Maybe it's as simple as um, Mike Vrabel's pulling a power play here and saying, I want to be making the decisions going forward. But uh, yeah, it being a spite hate or like AJ Mm. Brown, you traded him, get out forever. Like this is a guy who has, provided consistent success since he got to Nashville, mm-hmm. John Robinson. So yeah, it's a, something weird here. There's something else going on. What, right? what is it like a racy uh, gift exchange for the secret Santa session? Maybe Who something knows? like that. Who yeah. Right. Goes on. Who knows what it could be? Uh, Shaq, you mentioned Jimmy G season ending injury to his foot. Brock Purdy is now the starter. Perfect offense to come into Right. Uh, you know, don't I would have to say out of all 32 offenses, that's the one you have to maybe do the least to succeed in. Believe it. They're not the best team, maybe, but uh the way their defense steps up, the way their running back takes care of business, and they do have like weapons on the uh, you know, receiver, you know, when you can hand off for Debo to Debo Samuel for eight yards uh at a clip, it's not bad. Brock Purdy, can the 49ers still go far with this team? I mean, listen. Think what think through what you just said. Very cavalier there, Sal. Mm-hmm. Remember, it's the quarterback league. And 2022 has been super weird with the performances of the biggest name QPs. And, you know, uh Geno Smith has been, you know, the nice story. And Danny Dimes was a nice story for a little while there and everything else. But still, we talked about it last week, and I said. What does it do to the QB league if this guy who no one wanted six months ago, Jimmy G, goes to the Super Bowl and wins it, and that would be his second in four years, and he almost got the one last year against the Rams? What does that do? Now that's times 10 with Brock Purdy. Are we really signing off on this 49ers making a run through the NFC with Brock Purdy as their QB? Well, our, I don't let, think it's a hot take to say they said. have no chance. They have no chance of doing that. They're not going to win three games with Brock Purdy as their QB. They could win one. They could beat Daniel Daniel Jones or Geno Smith, right? Brock Purdy could win that, right? Probably. Okay. I mean, they'll be favored. Then what if maybe they play the Vikings, who nobody likes, a, an underdog to the Lions, to the five and seven Lions this week? You can maybe win that, you know, and then all of a sudden they're in the championship game. I don't know. What do you think, Martin? No rookie QB has ever gone to a Super Bowl as a starting QB, as a reminder. 56 years worth of evidence in. All right. Mr. Irrelevant. You're a fan? I'm nowhere nearly as bullish on the death of the 49ers as as Dave is. Mm -hmm. I mean, I did pick this team to win the Super Bowl with the first-year starting quarterback, right? Like, at Trey Lance. And I now... Well, it makes me feel kind of I don't love it at all because now like this is the third guy that they had, obviously. Mm. But I do think if there was ever an offense that's quarterback proof, this is it. Right. If Brock like the whole thing about Jimmy G is like, uh, is he going to run out of the back of the end zone? And like, is he going to throw an interception with his eyes closed? Like if Brock Purdy can just do the basic job of quarterback. 
yeah, I think the ceiling may have come down a little bit just off the idea that Jimmy's been there before. And I think that there's ideas that like the the locker room loves Jimmy Garoppolo, um, as we've seen uh, in the last many years and has faith in him. But this 49ers team, uh, if just a few years ago, went beat the Packers and then beat uh, somebody else in the playoffs. Jimmy G only threw 27, completed 27 passes like in the entire stretch run. So yeah. I can't just eliminate them out of nowhere. But Sunday was just the worst day of football I've experienced in a long time. I lost every freaking bet. Sunday. I lost both oh. my... I lost both starting quarterbacks that I had for my Super Bowl teams. Any vestiges of hope I had with the Ravens, that's gone out the window. The 49ers, now I'm just I'm over here making sales for Brock Purdy. How gross is that? And uh and then the Saints on on Mondays. It's just I, I love football right now. What do we um I, Baker Mayfield's supposed to be signed within the next few hours, I think, right? By one of uh I think they said as Someone many will as claim six. him. Six teams. Yeah, they said I think six teams will be in the mix. Could be Texans, Colts, Rams, 49ers. Let's talk about the Rams getting them just to block the 49ers. Like, like for what? Like their Rams aren't going anywhere, but that's I, I don't know. I don't know where he lands. Um to do what, it, what, Sal. That's why you do it, because you're the Rams and the Niners are your rival. This is I the sort so. of hate-based decision that we need more of in professional sports. I love it. I hope that the Rams do it and they say, like, oh no, we have no use for Baker Mayfield, but we're not going to give them to the Niners to help them well, out. Shanahan, yeah, he did a weird thing that maybe was strategic now that I think yeah. about it. Now that we you said it, he said it would be a surprise to me if we picked him up. And in other words, mm-hmm. like, hey, we're out of the running. So Rams, you're just, I don't know, you're wasting a pickup here if you take Baker Mayfield. But then maybe he is right. Maybe they do come over the top and take Baker Mayfield. I don't, I don't see it for the 49ers because the 40, like they signed Josh Johnson off the practice squad. Uh, I off the Broncos practice squad, which I believe means he's got to be on the active roster for at least three weeks. Right. So mm-hmm. they're not going to sign Baker Mayfield and pay his contract for him to be a practice squad quarterback. Right. Yeah. Like you can't even sign a guy off waivers to, to, to join your practice squad. He's got to be on your active roster. Like, I, yo, when you look at the stats of Baker Mayfield this season, every other quarterback two above him and two below him, they don't play anymore. It's like Carson Wentz. Are they, either that or they just started playing? Yeah, Taylor yeah. Heineke. You got Carson Wentz. You got the and I just I don't. Well, but you just have to beat Brock Purdy, right? You just have to beat Bryce Perkins at this point right. if you're Baker Mayfield, right? So but it doesn't also matter gotta, where you like, are there in that standings I mean, there. But you also have to be the guy that they want to try to beat out Brock Purdy, right? Like. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm not I, sure how. I, would, I, I just what said, a disaster it is if anybody signs him and he's just bad. I would, right? What if he know? What if no one signs him? I mean, someone's going to. Yeah, someone's going to one and two. If the Niners get the gift of Baker Mayfield falling to them, and yes, it would count as a gift if Baker Mayfield was there. Brock Purdy gives them zero chance at the Super Bowl. <laughs> Hear me now. <laughs> Believe me later. Watch this thing through in January. Who do we think Kyle Shanahan and this Niners defense is are? The Niners, here. a lot of the two sides of pro football right now. On the AFC side, now the Bungles are on their way to the Super Bowl because Joe Burrow beat the Chiefs once again, as I told you he would. Don't overreact there. The Chiefs are fine. And on the other side of things, because the Niners just beat the Dolphins, did you see the Dolphins? They didn't have either one of their tackles by games in there. Once you put, the, I'm not worried about my Dolphins Super Bowl pick, but this is not, the Niners <laughs> may have the best defense, but it's not like, it's not comparable to the 2017 Jags as a recent example of like just completely. What? Their <laughs> you, a lot right. of people say 86, 85 Bears, but no, it's, it's, I know I've that you're, saying, you're talking about the Bortles. I understand that, but I would say that's the reason why they traded three first round picks to get up. They already thought they had no shot with Jimmy Garoppolo. And we've all convinced ourselves that they can do it with him because we've seen it happen. Right, so that, uh, otherwise he's you don't better than on. Brock Purdy by a lot. What are we talking about? Jimmy G is is not uh, Josh Allen, but he's also not better than Brock Purdy, who almost didn't get Ultimately, drafted. Ultimately, both of them are backup quarterbacks. Yeah, I mean, Alex Smith went far. Kaepernick went to the Super Bowl in his second year. I I, I, I think there is some leeway here in this this bizarre season. The Niners' defense did before last game hadn't allowed a point in the second half, like in a month. 
Like, uh, I think it is kind of special, and that's why they're minus 400 to win the division, by the way. Some of these divisions, so they, they in other words, they have a couple of games to play with this to figure out and get it right, get a quarterback there uh. that's maybe not going to embarrass them. The Bucks minus 750 is crazy as a division winner. Minus 750, Martin. You could jump on all those Jeez. other three and get in there. All right, let's I'm take a break. There. What am I, I going to do that Get for? in there. Get into more. Do it more. You got more there on the they on should the go si- I, I'm not the jiving. They should go sign Cam Newton. That's what they – the Niners you should – You love unless, Cam Newton. Cam, unless Cam Newton now weighs 317 pounds, <laughs> they should absolutely go and get him because that would give them a better – viable shot at making a Super Bowl run. Brock Purdy is not taking you to the Super Bowl. Shaq called for Cam Newton to make the uh make the Hall of Fame years ago. And by gosh darn it, he is gonna every team's gonna have to suffer trying to get him there. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be a lot better option as you with Baker Mayfield than Brock Purdy. Oh, I know right. about Brock Purdy Bro, I, that he that he almost didn't get drafted. That's what I know. Yeah. Tom right. Brady is tell, one tell in me a which tell me which team signs him. Tell me which team on the waiver claim makes makes the waiver claim. Maybe the Texans. Why wouldn't For the Baker Texans Mayfield? take a look at him? You okay. need a good QB. Right. That one, I, I can see that one. But if they don't, then who else? A lot of teams need a QB. And Baker Mayfield, I mean, the Carolina Panthers experience is not indicative of what he can do. If you put him, and I know we've belabored this at this point, obviously, by five minutes, but at least. But Baker Mayfield, in that boot action rollout offense that Kyle Shanahan would put him in is ideal for bake. And he would do just fine in that. And at least give, they wouldn't be my favorite out of the NFC, but he'd give him a lot better shot than Brock mm-hmm. Purdy would. All right. I would not well, be we'll surprised see. if he clears waivers. If he doesn't. Really if he, yeah. All right. Texans, Colts, Rams, 49ers. I think those are the uh, big ones. Maybe one. I, I, there's reasons for any of those teams to not take them for sure. It is weird that it took one, Sam Darnold game to bake, get Baker out of there. I don't know. It's a little strange. Let's take a break. We'll be back. Uh, I do want to talk about Bengals Chiefs. Your first bet with Caesars Sportsbook and Casino. It's on Caesars up to $1,250. Download the app with promo code C-Z-R-F-U-L-L and place your first bet. If you win, congrats. If you don't, you'll get it all back as a free bet. That first bet also gives you a thousand tier credits and a thousand reward credits, putting you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer free stays, game tickets, experiences, and more. You must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ontario, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, and Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Ohio, and Utah, and other states where prohibited. Yes, you have to know when to stop before you start. If you have a gambling problem in Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Virginia, West Virginia, or Pennsylvania, or if you know someone who has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or in Maryland, visit MarylandGamblingMDGamblingHelp.org or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net, Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Colorado, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700, Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT, Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. That's 467-369. Visit C-O-N-N-E-X-Ontario.ca or call 1-866-531-2600 or text C-O-N-N-E-X to 247-247. Tennessee, call or text Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. 
Better because it has to be. All right, Bengals beat the Chiefs. They have their number. Sheck, did you like the Bengals this week? I'm trying to think. No, I like, yeah, I like the Bengals because yeah. as I point to all the time, the Bengals own the Chiefs. I don't know why, but they do. The Saints, at minimum, always play the Bucks close. They they did once again. By the way, early bird special for you. Spoiler alert. I know that's your thing, Marty, but the early bird special right now. The Browns plus six. They own the Bungles. Don't go overreact to the mm. Bungles. Go get is it. Six. Uh, is it that much? I remember it was like it scared me away. It was like three and a half or four when uh, it opened on uh, Sunday night. Um, let's yeah. No, let me people check are that. very excited about Joe Cool. It is six. John Watson looked terrible, and so people overreact on both sides. I'm with and you that's too. How you wind up with this. Look to me, it's very simple. You, you if you sack Burrow once he's probably going to get your goat and he's probably going to beat you. Right. And that's what the chiefs did. If you sack him five, seven times, maybe force a turnover there, uh, put, put pressure on him like the Browns did on Halloween Eve. Uh, that's a different story, but I think you're right about the sick. Everybody is down on Watson Bengals though. Uh, yeah. As good as they were, Martin Kelsey doesn't fumble and the chiefs win that game. Right. And Tyler Boyd doesn't drop a wide open touchdown. And yeah, Bengals are up two scores. I, I, you know, there is a lot of that, but I think more than anything that the way that the Chiefs play defense does not match up to the way that the Bengals play offense. And it's just like I think when you sit there and like the Chiefs defense is kind of like good enough, right? And mm. but they're not good enough to stand up to the the way that the, the Chiefs offense they they don't they're never going to run the ball. Bengals are going to just all right be they're content to have Patrick Mahomes just throw 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 throw. They're not good enough on defense to be able to not score like that. You know what I'm saying? So I think the, it's a real thing with this with this Bengals team. And while I don't necessarily think they cover the six, I do expect them to go on a, a run towards the end of this year because defensively, again, they're sound. And Joe Burrow is just that guy. And he's got two number one receivers. This week 13 check was my circle the calendar week. I thought for sure there would be coaches like, okay, uh, Houston, we're going to beat Cleveland. There's a lot of emotion in this game, and it's Watson's first game back. We're going to play with pride. No, they gave up two defensive touchdowns and a special teams touchdown, and the eight-and-a-half-point favorite Browns scored uh, covered without scoring an offensive touchdown. I thought the same with the Chiefs for the same reason. Like they beat us twice last year, a brutal uh, AFC championship game loss, a regular season loss, which was bad. They were up by double digits. I thought Andy Reid would circle that count. Same thing. I thought Belichick with the Bills, what a drubbing that was in the playoffs. They needed the game more. No, nobody showed up. It's the weirdest thing. None of those three, you would think. I hate to be the curmudgeonly serious football man about this, but that matters less. Rah, rah. We need to show them something versus like, yeah, they practically are a bad matchup for us. And they continue to show that every time we hook up with them. I think what, what emerges to me, you can circle this week is sort of, there's a clear cut now and I am keeping the Niners out of it. I think it's now down to four teams on the AFC side, the dolphins, the bills, the Bungles and the Chiefs that can go to the Super Bowl. Other teams mm-hmm. might make some hay, but I think those are your four teams um, that have a real shot at it. And on the other side, it's your Cowboys. It's the Eagles. And is that it? Are we down to reasonably two teams that have a shot? And, you know, to the only so I'm not funny. Nobody up loves the Vikings. I'm not. I'm not. I I'm sorry. You know what? Vikings I just either. forgot the yeah. Vikings. I can't believe I forgot. And the Vikes, because that's not a small thing with what the path that the Eagles still have left with the Cowboys and otherwise. I I continue to point to just because it didn't matter in 2021 doesn't mean it doesn't matter overall. The number one seed is huge. If the Vikings get that and they only have to play two games and they're both in their in their joint up there, then they can go to the. So you have basically a grand total of seven teams left that have All a right. real shot of reaching. The I will team. say maybe this time last year, you didn't have the Bengals in your, and not that that's you not true. Alone. I picked the Bengals to go to the Super Bowl, the Super Wrong Bowl again. to win the division. What? No, no. To go to the to Super to Bowl the last Super year. Bowl. To go you to did? the Super Bowl. Now, we had the Chargers the last five years. Eddie Spaghetti. When did I write? I don't, okay. I don't think so. I did. All I know, all I know is this year, I, I preseason, I said 40, I said, uh, Cardinals Bengals. So, I mean, uh, only Bengals mentioned I remember is that, well, why don't you, you do this? Talking? I mean, what, what, what the hell? 
amnesia. I also thought you picked the Cowboys and I'm trying to think. I, you are high and then the Chargers. And then last year you had you the Chargers. Chargers. You have the Chargers yeah, every you did. year. You did. Chargers I, Rams. You made those Rams and Chargers in the preseason. And then once we got to this point, I said, Look oh, out for them bungles, point? and they then promptly uh, they promptly uh, right. turn okay. around. No, yeah, they everyone waits for the everyone waits for the week fifteen that's, Super Bowl. That's picks. right, exactly. That's a little different. That's a little different. Me, me, and TJ, me and TJ, me and TJ were right. on the Bengals all year last year. You guys yeah. were not. All right, so I don't know. I do remember that outrage. I want any listener within the sound of my voice mm-hmm. to be a man or woman of justice, <laughs> anybody, and rise yeah. up in defense <laughs> of of Dave Damashek, who said. A year ago, the Bungles are going to beat the Chiefs in Cincy, and so they did, and launched them to their yeah, Super Bowl. Yeah, but run. you said the Savenge Tour was going to be big. I don't know. I, all right, well, listen. If you like them so How much, dare you? You can How get them even, even Martin to win the AFC North. Now they have a that's much a tougher bet. schedule than the Ravens, but they also have a quarterback that's uh, upright. Even odds, Ravens are minus one twenty. I know they play each other again in Baltimore. Is that the last game of the year? And and it almost certainly will mean something to both teams, right? Well, it just came across the wire like 10 minutes ago. Lamar's likely out one to three weeks. The Bengals uh, are going to win this division, in my opinion. I think that's, you know, it's kind of like yeah. Tampa. The best bet is the ones that's going to win. So uh, the Bengals are going to win this thing. All right. We're going to go over it, uh, Thursday. We'll go over the because uh, that's a fascinating game. All of a sudden, a top three game for me on the week 14 slate, Ravens and Steelers check because – the Steelers seem to be better than the Ravens in what? a pick'em contest. They seem wait, to be. Where where are the they lacking? Steelers are like, wait or reset. So wait, the Steelers their their ship ain't sunk yet. I thought they were going to go three and fourteen every. I thought Dave. No was no crazy. no. If they no they'll do like no if they do like last year where they play everyone's terrible backup quarterback they're going to be in it. I, I I agree. And now they're a two and a half point favorite. I should say. Ah, you but, can make your yeah. you can make your you no, can be. This is what happened last year. It's absolutely what happened. What are you talking about? Let me about? tell you what, you know what, what you know what's going to happen too? the Steelers are going to win at least one more game and they're going to go over five and a half. Like I told you they <laughs> right. would. Congratulations. Said, no. All right. Well, laugh it up. But I told you to take that bet. Did you, did, did you listen? I told you All it right. was plus 100 when it was available. That was a good Spaghetti. Bet. They're going to go and, six and 11 and we're going to have to throw a parade for Shaq. Go, the no, they're not going to go six and 11. That's not what's going to happen as you plainly mm. know. And they beat they beat Ty Huntley and these birdies coming to time. Now, mm. now it starts to get very interesting. That's all I'm all gonna right. say about it. I, I've said too much already. That's I all I don't mind. If I they, sit on against the odds. I don't mind watching the Steelers. Uh, you, you bet them, they cover and stuff like that. They're still, you know, whatever. They scored 19 points again. But uh I, I don't mind watching uh Steelers games at this point. You you should five and seven. But I don't five and seven. Uh, they look Kenny right. Pickett starting to turn a corner, right? And Tomlin swearing at fans. What was that? He's effing working. He said. That's right. That's right. He's a listen. He, he doesn't, doesn't he have an office. Any... He doesn't have an office he can work in with a door. He's he's not there to play grab ass, friend. He's there to win a football game. He didn't go down there for a, it wasn't a trip for pleasure. It was a business All trip. Right. <laughs> Martin uh, Tomlin won't be one of them after the big win in uh, Atlanta. What are who are your meatheads for the week? I mean. You could pick three from the Saints game entirely. Like just but number one was Mark Ingram going out of bounds on second and eight. But that that's a personal thing that goes back years and years and years. You got first round mm-hmm. backs like Derrick Henry, Christian McCaffrey, and people tell me that Mark Ingram was worth the first round pick. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh <laughs> kicking the field goal. Kansas City kicking the field goal instead of going for it on fourth and four in a situation which the best six scenario, so you were gonna tie it. And then if you tied it, then you still had to get the ball back again from Cincinnati, who you haven't really stopped all week. And I don't see how you take the ball out of the best hand. I mean, I don't think it's how you take the ball out of the best quarterback's hands mm-hmm. in football. And then uh, Pete Carroll, because if it wasn't for Geno Smith pulling a complete rabbit out of his butt in that game against the Rams, they'd be 0-3 since They'd be 0-3 and lost the game to the Rams since he made the wristband comment about how Russell Wilson, like since he's like, oh, Geno Smith is doing all this and that because, you know, he really is reading the wristband and, and then Russ went back to, to make his shots that I've won a lot of games with that wristband. Well, they had mm-hmm. lost to Tampa, blown another one I've forgotten to, and we're on the verge of losing. Raiders. 
Yeah. To, yeah, lost to the Raiders on a exactly Raiders on a 70-yard run from Josh Jacobs in overtime. And they were on the verge of losing to the one of the worst teams in the NFC, the the uh with their third string quarterback. Right. Or second All right. But they did win, so that's tough to give. Uh, let me see. Uh I, I'll give it to Ingram. Although I, I don't know if you watched the end of that play when he goes out of bounds. He like he 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 leans over like he's passing a kidney stone there. So uh, maybe as much on the coach for putting him in there. And I think you addressed that earlier. Maybe Kamara catches the screen there and gets the first down. I don't know. Shaq out of those, it really, uh, you didn't think about it at the time, 16, three going out of bounds. They still had a third and one play, but I yeah, that was you, bad. At I that mean, moment, I, I promise you at that moment, we I, were mad. I, yeah. I text my dad, like, what are they doing? What is he doing? Mm. Yeah. I was, he's I, a meathead. Like, he wants to make one of the meatheads. That's why. Yeah. You know, the Seahawks have had a, a relatively low ceiling. Nice story, Geno Smith and everything else. But I got to give him a pat. I didn't know Pete Carroll had a rabbit in his butt. That's what Marty mm. just said. Like, I is, I mean, you know, great. The old man is already behind the eight ball. Now he's got he's got a rabbit in his tuchus. Yes. You know, that's where listen. he gets his chewing gum, too. Yeah. He, pull, he pulls <laughs> it out of there sometimes during the game or whatever. Mm-hmm. We, I didn't know about all that. Um, Listen. I, my favorite meathead thing is it's not his fault that Deshaun Watson is on his team, but my favorite coach related meathead decision is I love that the media immediately after Deshaun Watson, after all the hooey and applesauce of this guy getting to Cleveland and everything else, he stinks so bad that immediately after like, you sticking with Deshaun after how bad he was in this first game <laughs> that the Kevin Stefanski's like, <laughs> yeah, I guess we have to stick with him. <laughs> how great would it be? If he flipped the switch and made it percent, your meathead of the week is Andrew Barry and the Haslam's for signing that bum on purpose. <laughs> I only thing that could have made the story any sweeter with all the booze raining down on him was for him to lose to the backup backup of the Houston Texans. Oh, that's what I mean. Just win that game. Texans. Come on. doesn't matter. You're going to get the first pick over. Just win that game. I could have done the it. football gods were doing their best. They put a pox on I Deshaun know. and the Texans wouldn't pick it up. They, they should have pulled the rabbit out of their butts that they had. All right, let's take a, uh, another break, and then we're going to talk uh, college football. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. All right, Georgia, Martins, Michigan Wolverines, TCU, Horned Frogs, number three, Ohio State, four. Everybody okay with this? Check. Uh, I was hoping Alabama would get in just so I could hear you scream for another few weeks. But this is uh, absolutely a fair result in my eyes. Yeah, hundred percent agree. Um, the the I think Caleb Williams, by the way, as a side note for what it matters, is fine. I don't think he's dinged his future prospects by playing. In fact, probably enhances them by limping around. People like that kind of stuff. Like this kid's a gamer. But um, yes, absolutely, they get it right. And I do have to shout out Eddie Spaghetti. Did say a week ago that the best play out there on the college football board was the Ohio State Buckeyes to win the national championship with the third shortest odds. I like their chances against Georgia at least as much as anybody else's and that we get that matchup. And as much as I bellyache about you don't get two shots in college football, if you lose to a team, you don't get another shot at them. This has been a weird season and they're four to- I mean, let's root for Ohio State, Michigan for the national title, right? This would be the greatest. As long as Michigan wins, you have a great, compelling final, right? Uh, If they go to Georgia, you got the one-two, or not two Georgia, but if they play Georgia, it's a one-two. And if they play Ohio State in the rematch, that's great, uh, too. Martin, as a Michigan fan, who are you rooting for? And In a way, I can see you rooting for Georgia. They already said if Ohio State plays Michigan, Ohio State's a a two-and-a-half-point favorite, even though they lost by 23 or whatever it was a few weeks ago. Well, I'll start with rooting for Michigan. Uh, that'd be where <laughs> yeah, I start. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, I am uh, really, I just want to see him get the job done. Like, mm-hmm. and because because here's the deal. Like, last year, that, that undefeated season, and that season wasn't undefeated, rather, but that season was 
kind of out of nowhere, right? I wasn't expecting it, especially after COVID. And, you know, it all came to reality in the college football playoff. This year, this team, to me, is much better than the team last year, even though it's younger. Like, I would expect to see this team compete. Like, this this is not walking in and getting rolled over by anybody. So I expect Mm. to beat TCU. But And also, I agree with Dave. I think Ohio State is going to give Georgia absolute hell, um, especially um, in the passing game. Like I, if they can keep right. that, if they can keep CJ Stroud upright, it's going to be, that's going to be, a, that's going to be a matchup. I think people are surprised are going to be surprised. Someone about. check on this. Sorry, Martin. I think Ohio state's the only four to win in the four one. And it was the first year when uh, they beat Oregon in the, uh, in the final sounds it was right. The first year of the playoff. I think they, they, otherwise the four has been a disgrace, right? They it sounds right. Cause most state. of the yeah. time they do what they do is they would have hopped whoever would have lost in their conference game, yeah. like that better SEC or that better Big Ten or whoever. Where Notre Dame. You is. could say it. Notre Dame. Right. You could say it. <laughs> but I just know this, man. I've been trying not to think about it too hard, but if, if, if Michigan beats Ohio State in the national championship game, which uh-huh. will have been three consecutive wins for Harbaugh over Ryan Day, they might burn the whole state of Ohio down. Wow. Are, are you being serious? Bro, I was just like, I just know that. I know the way <laughs> that, that, that they talk about Ryan news. Day when yeah. they don't win by, like when they win by a touchdown mm-hmm. in Northwestern at one and seven Northwestern, they talk about Ryan Day like, like this right. is a clean family friendly podcast. I can't use the words. They're, like I would be, I would just, it would be awesome. It would be the, the most redemption ever. For me. Here's or the only- you could lose that game, and then, and by the way, if you burn the state of Ohio down for the United States of America edition by subtraction, but um, uh, I mean, I don't <laughs> think you're considering. As I said to you, Sal, uh, you know what? Six months ago, now when the Metropolitans and the Yanks were both looking pretty good, I said, if I give you the World Series, but you have to play the Yankees, I mean, that's that's got that's you know that's thing. got yeah got yeah. some sharp teeth that can really you know, put the bite on you in a right. bad way. You want to, what if you go at Michigan, it's magic season two in a row. Now they get to the final game. This time they have to play Ohio state and they, and they lose to the Buckeyes who they hammered in Columbus. That would be a grotesque ending. If you're a Michigan fan. That'd be the worst. You're right. You're right. Uh, it's not completely fair. Cause George is the one and you know, odds wise, they're a six and a half point favorite of Ohio state, Michigan, a nine and a half point favorite as a two seed. But I'll say this, it could have easily been Michigan as a one seed. Why not? Why, why George over Michigan? I agree. Right. Why, why not? So, uh, I'm not going to go to that point. I never yeah. really understood why Ohio state was two and Michigan was three for pretty much since the, like November the whole season. Yeah. yeah. So like I, it, it all, the whole you can only move if you lose doesn't make mm-hmm. sense to that much sense to me. All right, it's gonna be fun. Uh Caleb Williams, you mentioned Shaq. Where does he go if he sits this year? Next year. Doesn't he still go he, top five? Oh yeah. I I I, I mean he he sits the whole year. I mean, I, th- I think we're gonna start seeing stuff like this. You know, we see guys skipping bowl games, we got see him skipping conference championship games. Could we see Caleb Williams? Just, I, I, I'll, you know, I'll pull back the curtain. No jive. I, you know, there, there were a number of sports stories I kind of missed. Cause I was, uh, I was out of pocket a lot of the time this weekend. Is that the buzz that he might sit out a year? I don't know. I might've seen on Twitter, someone bring it up and, you know, hobbling yeah. around and, you know, right. Did you bring it up, Martin? Was it you? I didn't bring it up, but I, I have thought about this. Uh, yeah. because, you know, I was on the radio, Fox Sports Radio, during the conference championships games, and we were like, man, these used to really matter in a way. Mm-hmm. But the, this one, the playoff was pretty much set. With the 12-team playoff, and with some of the numbers in the transfer portal that quarterbacks are going for, I saw a report that some, like, top-level quarterbacks are getting yeah. three, four, five million dollars to be enticed to go to different schools. Mm-hmm. Caleb Williams might not have to go pro. It may be more beneficial. Well, for that him was the other thing. Yeah, and 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 be in Los Angeles because the I tell you, like who you think's got more juice, the backup quarterback or or even Geno Smith, for example, in Seattle mm-hmm. or the starting quarterback at UCLA in the I mean at USC rather in the college football playoff. Yeah, 
Yeah, for sure. Oh, well, I, I brought that up too. There could be an Arch Manning type who makes $10 million during his college career and just like, I've had enough. I've gotten my bell rung too much. Uh, what do you say? I, I was wrong on this baby face with the four seed. Well, you, yeah, you had the right, uh, let's see, Ohio State beat Oregon that first year, and then Alabama was a four seed in 2018. They beat Clemson, the top seed, and then Georgia, but. Right, okay. All right, there you go. I don't know, poor baby faces, dear. He might have a rabbit in his butt, too, about Kenny Pickett <laughs> starting to play better. I know he wanted them to go three and 14. He was one of the oh, cynical yeah. for the Steelers to what? do bad. Dude, I I dude, what they need is to bottom out, dude. They need to stink so they can uh, That's fix not his reboot. at all. That doesn't sound like him. Come no. on, you can do better. We both picked the Bengals, and I don't have any rabbits in my tochas. <laughs> all right, you should check that anyway. <laughs> Go see a specialist. Uh, play of the day, Tuesday. I forgot how we did on our um, our pups. Sheck, you had the Dolphins as your pup. Martin, who would you have your pop of the week? But Jalen yeah. Waddle got hurt, so I reject it. And Austin Jackson was touchy the whole game, and then Taron Armstead got hurt. I'm I, I'm all in oh, on the Dolphins. Oh, well, in that case, A.J. Brown got traded from the Titans, so I reject <laughs> the fact that I picked them to beat the Eagles. Right? I don't even know, remember who I had. Did I have the Did I have the Texans? I can't even remember. I'm sure yes, it was. You, a did, have you did have the Texans. Have? Yes. All right, that was bad. I think uh, money line favorites did very well uh, last week. I want to uh, say it was 12, uh, 12, uh, 12 yeah, and one. And the one more. was Kansas city. And the, and the, uh, and the, well, sorry, commanders giants tie. Right. So 12, one and one, I think. The 12, right. one and one. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. All right. Play of the day. Iowa plus two and a half over Duke. That's my pick. It's the finale of the Jimmy V classic tonight at MSG for McCaffrey going for win number 500. Duke already lost to a big 10 team. I think Purdue in a neutral site game, Iowa, 11 and four against the spread in the last 15, five and two against the number this year. Keep an eye on Chris Murray. Look at this guy, Martin. The first player in the last 20 years in the NBA, WNBA, or Division I basketball, both men's and women's, to record at least 30 points, 20 rebounds, four assists, and four three pointers, and two blocks in the same game. Pretty good. I like that Production. a lot. I like this Iowa team. Duke's having trouble scoring 75 69. Give me Iowa plus two and a half. Martin, where are you going? I'm going with uh, doing a prop today. I know Anthony Davis has been playing like, you know, the number one player yeah. in the league over the last couple of days. You know, it was a football Sunday, but 55 and like something crazy. It sounded like the numbers you just read off, Anthony Davis, right? 99 in two games. But the Los Angeles Lakers on TNT tonight take on the Cleveland Cavaliers, mm -hmm. which means it's a homecoming for LeBron James. Going mm -hmm. over LeBron points. Last I saw, it was at 26. He always likes to show out at home, and it's a TNT game, so he won't have Chuck and Kenny and all them talking bad about him. I like uh, that. He'll go crazy. I like that. He's going to take some extra shots. He'll get to the free throw line, all that stuff. All right, check. Which way are you going? All right. I, I'm, I'm going to go with uh, guilty as charged if you're saying I, I've got uh, the black and gold colored glasses on right now. As I say, I just returned from the banks of the Three Rivers, glorious as it ever was, perhaps better than ever. Um, you know what? These penguins, they're coming on. I know you you, you, you cynics, you tried to poo-poo it. Now it's Spaghetti's rags who might not make the playoffs. I'm going to take the penguins there. Now, an illness has washed through the dressing room in Pittsburgh. <laughs> it jeopardized. Right? Apparently, Crosby and Malkin are going to play, but that was in question. I'm going to take the penguins at home, lay the goal and a half, and the third best forward on these Pittsburgh Penguins, Ricky Raquel, a system superstar, much like there are system quarterbacks who thrive in certain situations. Ricky Raquel thriving with the high-end talent of the Pittsburgh Penguins. He'll get a goal, payout plus 325. Ricky Raquel for a goal. Penguins win it by a goal and a half. You know, the illness spreading through the dressing room is real. The last I heard of that, that was uh, the Dutch. The Netherlands were sick, vomiting uh, all week against the uh, U.S., and then they, they crushed us 3-1. I'm starting to think that's an overrated yeah. thing. Like, just go the other way if you you hear that. But, Touché. all right, so Steelers minus one and a half. LeBron over 26, 26 and a half, Martin, or 26? Probably I half, saw it as right? 26, but I'll take oh, it up 26? to like 28. I would take I, he's going for, he's going for 30 tonight. He's going for 30. All right. So it'll be less uh, Anthony fellas. Davis, and I'm taking Iowa plus two and a half over Duke Hall of Fame. Crime dog, Fred McGriff makes it. Mattingly shilling Bonds, Clemens out. I have no problem with McGriff. I think he was solid for 14 years, tied with Garrick for home. Uh, anyone around 500 home runs for now. 
should be it. I know it's going to get crazy probably uh, in 15, 20 years. Uh, 29th with Garrick. He gets in. I'm all right with that check. You okay with McGriff? Crime dog it f- feels like a Hall of Famer. He was relevant for the vast majority of his career. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll save my full thoughts on the Baseball Hall of Fame. I'll just reiterate what I always say on minus three later in the week when we do our GOAT and go to the week. Major League Baseball, stupid Hall of Fame. No Barry Bonds, no Pete Rose, no Roger Clemens. What the hell are you doing? Who wants to go there? All right. Uh, Martin. Harold did, Baines. McGriff, no no Dave old. Parker. No Steve Garvey. No George Foster. It's Al tough. Baines is in the you, Hall of Fame. You have Ed your Simmons? Hall of Hall, and I wouldn't even put McGriff in the Hall of Hall if you're going to have top 100 play, right, all time. But, I guess. I, I hear you. But by the way, his I, not exactly his contemporary, but the superior Atlanta Brave is mm-hmm. Dale Murphy. I mean, if you watched it, it, it's like, shouldn't it be based on a visceral reaction for those who watch these guys play when they were, did you have any doubt that Dale Murphy was a hall of famer when you were watching him play in, in his prime? So it's silly, this retroactive, kind of, let's Russo, add up all yeah. the numbers at the end of it. Yeah. Chris Russo put it best. Uh, he's, uh, if the player had a presence, if he has a presence, and I think you're <laughs> right about Dale Murphy had a presence Obviously, Schilling, Bonds, Clemens, all those guys had a presence too. Mattingly too had the back injury. Martin, you have—I mean, this is a little before your time, McGriff, right? Yeah, a little before my time, and definitely yeah. outside of my sport. But I, the one thing I have about the Baseball Hall of Fame thing, Dave brought it up earlier offline. If a guy's a Hall of Famer, he's a Hall of Famer the first time he's eligible to be a Hall mm-hmm. of Famer. The idea that you can be a second, like, oh, he's a second ballot guy, third ballot guy. That's not something that you get to choose, Mr. Voter. You vote him first, and then the market dictates whether he's a second ballot guy, third ballot guy, fourth ballot guy, or whatever. That's one thing. And the other thing, y'all are high and mighty not voting guys like Bonds and Clemens in. Like, you didn't have pens and paper and access to the newspaper and your platform to say, you know, hey, these guys are taking steroids. Somebody should do something about it. You yeah. did it. You enjoyed the long ball era. Vote for the long ball era. This is just this. This is disingenuous. This is like having Blake Corum out of the Heisman uh, candidacy when he was the best player on one of the best teams all season. Yeah, this, that's this is, weird. It makes it invalid. That's a weird thing. And so what is it? It's it's Caleb Williams. It's uh, Duggan. It's Stroud. And who am I missing? Oh, it's a uh, it's a uh, Stetson, Stetson Bennett, right? Bennett, which yeah, like the they fourth. figured the yeah. Stetson Bennett thing. That should have been Blake Corum spot. If you were going to mm-hmm. do the we're going to give an invitation to one guy from the best team because we can't give it to everybody. Mm-hmm. That should have been Blake Corum spot, especially considering his backup was the Big Ten championship game MVP. I feel like Blake Corum probably got some yards in that thing. Do you even be- show up to this check? I I was uh, you're not going to believe this, but I was nominated for best game show host Ben Stein and I in 2003, and we knew mm-hmm. we were going to lose. I mean, I knew we were going to lose, but I when I showed up there at Radio City Mute, wherever it was, um, I was my my thing was we we're going to win, and I acted outraged when Alex Trebek beat us. I, like really, like <laughs> this is a scam. And but I don't know if you if you're if you're Stetson Bennett. If what what are you thinking? Showing up to this thing, you can't even bet Caleb Williams anymore. Um, and um, first of all, everything I hear says a lot of people had their bets in, uh, not their bets, their votes in their before votes the in. Pac-12 championship. Not that I think that might have changed anything, but I don't know. This is even event anymore. It used to be three. Now it's four players. In Sal's younger days, he used to drop his pants and uh, <laughs> yes. and uh, sit on uh, grown-ups' faces if they fell asleep in his presence. I didn't think it was appropriate. I didn't think it was the appropriate place to Yokozuna. That's what you called it, the Yokozuna. Right. Sal, I didn't think it was appropriate to do that to Ben Stein. I didn't think that was the appropriate <laughs> venue. Um, now, my pal, Handsome Hank, has always advocated this, and it makes a ton of sense. Okay, Stetson Bennett ain't going to win the Heisman, but I suspect that New York City, a trip up there, and you can order on their dime the mm. the surf and turf. That's worth the trip. Go up to New York, get, get out true. of Athens for a couple of days, get treated like a king, eat like a king, then go back. You know, that's that's why you show up, not because you think you have any shot at the award. All right. That's fair enough. Uh, I do want to remind people, listen to Mr. Lister tonight, right? 7 p.m. Eastern. Sheck hosts a... What? What time? No, we're not doing it tonight, friend. We're not Why? doing. We're not doing Mister Lister tonight. All we're right. gonna do. We're we're gonna do a, a back to backer next week. I'm gonna say, listen tonight. If people don't hear you, okay. That's their if problem. they do, all right, all right. There you go. Uh, Martin is doing eleven pepper parlay tomorrow, right? With Will Black. I, will. Do I have that right. 
I have no. I will. And you know what? We're gonna get our parlays right this time. I mean, it's a brutal. It was, you know what? Anytime favorites go twelve one and one, I'm gonna have a bad week at the sports book. Oh yeah. Like, I, I just oh, yeah. just the type of lines I like to look at. Like that. Mm-hmm. I just I'm gonna have a bad week at the sports book. Favorites all over the place. I think the soccer favorites uh, seven Morocco uh, upset Spain there, but I think everyone else. Uh, that's it. That's it was all favorites coming through for the quarterfinals. So there you there go. There's still some good teams. Brazil. Of course, right? yeah. France plays England. That's a great quarterfinal matchup. Brazil's been great. Um, you know, uh, who else have we got? Who am I missing? That's Argentina. Nice. It could be nice. a collision yeah, course. I, yeah. I hope everybody enjoyed it. We'll That's see. That's fine. Years. The we'll point is, just bet the favorites. It's uh, it's all coming through. And bet some zero zero <laughs> half. She'll be uh, okay against all odds. Uh, Megan Fun of Sports. You got Eddie and Jen Piacenti doing waiver wired. Uh, covered in glory. Toby Mergler bet. Brett Coromano's cover all your soccer needs right there. And a reminder to everyone out there, you may feel like underdogs, but please remember, you're all my favorites. 